Hauntings. True crime. Horror. Halloween. Weird days. Welcome to the dark side of travel and beyond, beyond, beyond. You're listening to Haunt Chants with your host and guide, Courtney Murak. Before we cover some of the weird and unusual days of summer, I have a question for you. How do you measure summer? Meteorologically or astronomically? If you're wondering, what are you talking about, Courtney? That was me earlier this year when a weather person on the local news referred to the start of meteorological spring. It was the end of February. Didn't spring start on March 20th? Why was the weather person saying it started on March 1st then? Had I missed some sort of weather memo? Well, meteorological spring started on March 1st, she explained. Or was about to start on March 1st at that time. Until then, I'd never realized there were two different ways of measuring the seasons. Meteorological summer starts on June 1st and runs to August 31st. Astronomical summer starts on the summer solstice, which this year is June 20th and lasts until September 22nd. One of the ways to locate days on the Weird Holidays and Observances page is via the Jump to a Month section. The table categorizes months by season, which are then grouped meteorologically. Although, I never knew that when I set it up. I knew it wasn't quite in line with the astronomical tracking, but that would have been hard to do. Instead, I just organized them how it seems most people view winter, spring, summer, and fall. Or, as I now know, meteorologically. I timed this episode to start with the astronomical start of summer, however. But in keeping with how the days are listed on the Weird Holidays and Observances page, I'll start at the beginning of June anyways, because there's a lot of good days that I don't want to leave out. I won't cover all of the weird days in each of the summer months. This is more like a highlight reel of the best ones. To see them all, or to see what else is in the other seasons, you can visit the Weird Holidays and Observances page, which you'll find under the reference tabs on our main menu on hauntjohns.net. For now, let's take a look at what I consider some of the weirdest and most unusual days of summer. Bonus! Where applicable, I've included weird and unusual monthly and weekly observances, too. The Weird and Unusual Days of Summer, June. National Camping Month. First of all, let's start there. June is National Camping Month, which is really a perfect time for it, right? June 6th through 12th is Bedbug Awareness Week. Do you think it's weird there's such a thing as a Bedbug Awareness Week, too? I think bedbugs are just weird, period. Anyway, every year, the first full week of June is dedicated to bringing awareness to the snuggly little critters, 
which are active year-round, but more so in the warmer spring and summer months, and are aided in their spread by the increased number of people traveling. It's a good time for pest control experts to educate people about how to spot, treat, or even better yet, avoid the pests altogether. June 1st is International Dinosaur Day. This is one of those days that has more than one observance. There's also a day for the extinct reptiles on the third Tuesday of May. June 8th is Ghostbusters Day. It commemorates the release of the original movie in 1984. There's also another Ghostbusters Day in August, though, too. June 8th is also Name Your Poison Day. Name Your Poison is a colorful idiom for asking what a person wants to drink. However, it can also be employed to ask about choosing between consequences. Because this is one of those days where it's not clear who started it or why, or which meaning they intended, that means you get to pick which way you want to interpret and celebrate it. In other words, you get to pick your poison, literally or figuratively. Bottoms up! June 13th is Jason Voorhees' birthday. There are other birthdays listed among the weird and unusual summer days, too. Some for real people and some for fictional characters like this one. Jason's is the only one I'm really highlighting, though, since it's also National Camping Month and all. I mean, after all, Jason goes with camps, like chocolate marshmallows and graham crackers go with campfires. In other words, he embodies the summertime spirit in his own horrifying way. June 20th, 21st, or 22nd, somewhere in there, is usually the summer solstice. Let me explain. As the old farmer's almanac put it, the timing of the June solstice is not based on a specific calendar date or time. It all depends on when the sun reaches its northernmost point from the celestial equator. Therefore, the solstice won't always occur on the same day. Currently, it shifts between June 20th, 21st, and 22nd. In and of itself, the summer solstice is neither weird nor unusual. It simply marks the time when the sun stays up the longest. However, I've included it on the weird holidays and observances listings because it's one of the three times of the year when the veil is thin. The other two are Beltane and Samhain, or as Conscious Life News put it, it's one of three spirit nights of the year. It is a time when the fairies are most active and spirits are more easily visible to those with the gift of sight. Speaking of fairies, June 24th is International Fairy Day, which is when a day is set aside, June 24th, to honor the wee folk who have inspired legends across cultures for centuries. Basically, summer is to fairies what fall is to ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and witches. So there's no way I could leave them out, right? After all, I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. What about you? June 24th is also World UFO Day. 
but this is another one of the weird and unusual summer days that happens twice. The other World UFO Day is on July 2nd, which is the one widely regarded as the actual World UFO Day date, which I explained in Why Are There Two World UFO Days? The one in June 24th observes the date in 1947 when private pilot Kenneth Arnold reported nine shiny, unidentified flying objects flying at high speeds past Mount Rainier. Okay, now we're going into the weird and unusual days of summer for July. And we'll just launch right into July 2nd World UFO Day. Um... As I just talked about, this World UFO Day is the one most people recognize. It commemorates the alleged crash that became known as the infamous Roswell UFO incident. The first Sunday in July is Build a Scarecrow Day. Did you know there was a day reserved especially for building scarecrows? I thought it was rather strange that such a day would happen in July, considering scarecrows are such a symbol of fall. But that's just it. You build them now to protect the crops that you intend to harvest in the fall. June 13th is Embrace Your Geekness Day. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty good about embracing my geekness just about every day. Look at me now. I'm a geek about weird days, so here we are. However, it's nice there's a day set aside just for that. Any excuse to celebrate is my motto. July 14th is World Pandemonium Day. Listen, chaos happens. This is the day to embrace it, as well as to consciously identify what causes upheaval in your life and find ways to either tame it or change it. July 16th is World Snake Day. Some folks aren't bothered a bit by snakes, while others don't like them at all. Which, for some, may be an understatement, actually. I know plenty of people that see a snake and they're just not going to have any part of that. Uh, They believe the only good snake is a dead one. However, even though snakes get a bad rap, they're not only a necessary part of the ecosystem, but a beneficial one too, since they control rat and mice populations. But if you're among those who don't believe me, because I know some of you out there who fear snakes are dubious, you can learn more at savethesnakes.org. July 22nd is Rat Catcher Day, which I think is one of the more unusual holidays, or at least has an unusual history. We're going to get into it. This one's going to take us a while. But also, between Rat Catcher Day and World Snake Day, July's weird days seem to have sort of a theme of pest control, because I'm in the camps that believe snakes are, are good and beneficial pest control natural pest control agents. Anyways, so Rat Catcher Day commemorates the folktale, the Pied Piper of Hamelin, which did you know that the whole title was Pied Piper of Hamelin? I didn't. I just knew it as the Pied Piper, but apparently there really is a place called Hamelin. Um, And the folktale dates back centuries to circa 1300, somewhere in there. Let's, because I needed a refresher of the tale. I'll give you one too. 
The tale goes that the town of Hamlin had a rat problem. A piper promised he could help the town, and the town agreed to pay him for taking care of their rat problem, population, whatever, problem, population. They had an issue with the rats. So with his trusty pipe, the piper played music, the rats followed him to a lake or a river, depending on the telling, and the rats drowned. In some cases, it's also told he led them to a cliff and they fell off and died. Either way, he gets rid of the rats. But after he saved Hamlin from the scourge of the rats, the townspeople refused to pay him. The piper decided to exact revenge and then led the town's children away. In some tellings, they met the same fate as the rats. In others, he received more gold than initially promised if he got rid of the rats for him to return the children. However, was this tale actually rooted in fact? There was a stained glass window in a church in Hamlin that mentioned the story. The church was destroyed in the 1600s, but between the 14th and 17th centuries, there are accounts that reference it. And according to Wikipedia, this window is generally considered to have been created in memory of a tragic historical event for the town. Also, Hamlin Town records apparently start with this event. The earliest written record is from the Town Chronicles in an entry from 1384, which reportedly states, It is 100 years since our children left. Did you have any idea that the story of the Pied Paper might be based on a true story? I can already see the true crime documentary title for this one. What really happened to the children of Hamlin? July 27th is also a really crazy day. Barbie in a Blender Day. Some weird days have origin stories, some do not. The Barbie in a Blender Day definitely has one. It was created by freeculture.org, which is now Students for a Free Culture, to show support for photographer and author Tom Forsyth. In 1999, the Mattel Corporation, which makes Barbie, sued him for his series of photos called Food Chain Barbie. In the photos, he posed Barbies in blenders and with other kitchen appliances to make a statement about consumer culture and the objectification of women. It took some appeals, but Forsyth ultimately won. That brings us to our last batch of weird and unusual days of summer. We're heading into August, which is American Adventures Month. This is the month that gives you both permission and a reason to get out there and have some travel adventures. The first week of August is also National Clown Week. In 1971, President Richard Nixon declared August 1st through 7th National Clown Week. Clowns have been celebrating ever since. Well, at least during the first week of August. The first Monday through Sunday of August is also National Psychic Week. According to azcentral.com, National Psychic Day on August 4th kicked off National Psychic Week, which started in 1965 after a Broadway producer decided he wanted to help promote his psychic friends. It's been celebrated during the first week of August ever since. 
The last full weekend of August is International Bat Night. Eurobats.org explains that Bat Night has taken place worldwide in over 30 countries since 1997. 2021 marks the night's, night's 25th anniversary. Conservation groups organize events to educate the public about bats and host events like presentations, exhibits, and even bat walks. The first Sunday of August is National Doll Day. Sort of like snakes, some people love dolls while others find them creepy AF, (laughs) whether they're allegedly haunted or not. Some like them best when they are rumored to be possessed by a deceased person's spirit, though. Either way, this day celebrates dolls of every shape, size, variety, and paranormal, or not, persuasion. The first Sunday of August is National Psychic Day. This is a day to explore, hone, or test your psychic abilities. Many psychics will tell you we all have them. It's just a matter of slowing down and tapping into them. August 7th is National Clown Day, which the first Saturday of National Clown Week is reserved especially to honor clowns, which, let's be honest, some people fear as much as snakes or dolls. Speaking of all that, the weird and unusual days of summer sure have a lot of days that could be trouble for people with particular phobias, don't they? Okay, and here's another one. Black cats, some people are afraid of them. August 17th is Black Cat Appreciation Day. This is another one when I kind of expect to see it more during a fall month instead of a summer one. Um, Because black cats often represent Halloween season, but they just as often get a bad rap. That's why they get their own day. They're just as lovable as any other cat. But why in August? I don't know. Maybe whoever created the day was afraid they'd get overlooked during spooky season? Perhaps. Maybe that's why October should become Black Cat Appreciation Month. August 18th is Serendipity Day, which acknowledges and honors those occasions where it seems the universe is conspiring in your favor with fortuitous events and meetings. August 28th is National Ghostbusters Day. This Ghostbusters Day, we talked about the one on June 8th, which commemorates the original release of the movie. This one honors the 30th anniversary re-release. And then we'll wrap up with August 30th, which is Frankenstein Day. Mary Shelley's gothic novel Frankenstein was published in 1818, but the author was born on August 30th, 1797. This day celebrates her. As always, I sure do appreciate you sailing the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now. You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Morocco and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this audio journey. Did you like what you heard? If so, the best ways to show your appreciation are by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts from, leaving a review if your podcast provider permits it, 
or by sharing this episode. If you're curious about the music, almost all of it comes from filmmusic.io, unless otherwise specified in the show notes, which is also where all artists and song titles are listed. And if you'd like to continue exploring with me beyond the podcast, you can always jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net or socially on Instagram and YouTube. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to sail the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.